This is According to Jim with Jim Joyner and Steve Sell, McPherson's sports talk show. 15, 10, 5, touchdown! Kansas City, Damian Williams runs to immortality! Listen Monday through Friday from 1230 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. No, I went to Temecula and brought you some dirt. And this is how you use this dirt. No, you like don't, you, don't. You do it like this, you get it, no, you sort of no. rub it on. Okay, now I'm ready to go. According to Jim is your home for the McPherson Bullpup. How about a pull-up three? Grace Pilot is good! Everything happening in the sports world. The game is over! And the Chiefs kingdom has firmly planted its flag on top of football's highest summit. And even some things not happening in the sports world. I'll probably wrap up in a blanket or something. Now it's time for According to Jim. Here's Jim Joyner and Steve Sell. Let's do this thing. Another edition of According to Jim right here on 96.7 FM KBBE. Or for those of you listening online, worldwide, at midkansasonline.com. I'm Jim Joyner. Joining me as always, the most popular man in the entire city of McPherson, Mr. Steve Sell. Steve, good afternoon. Good afternoon. I'm much more well-rested today That's good. than I was at this time 24 hours well, ago. I, I hope so. Oh, man. I was so tired yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you were. I was a tired man driving back after... Spending a long time out in Kansas City on Sunday night. I feel like I'm back to normal. And now another long night when tonight with two basketball games down in Wichita. Well, that's back to normal. My normal yeah. life schedule. It feels like every Tuesday game that we have had this year has been on the road. And the weather's been bad. And the weather's been bad. But I think it's going to be fine today. Okay. I think you're still over there shaking well, at the thought just, of having to get in that car and drive. I think I don't think getting down is going to be a problem. Maybe coming home might be a little problem. Oh, we'll just take our sweet time. There we go. If anything, we just pull over and sleep in the car. There you go. Would you rather sleep in the back seat, sort of curled up with pistol, or would you rather sit in the front seat and just kind of lean? I'm the not seat going to curl up next to pistol anywhere. So <laughs> pistol may have to go into the trunk. Yeah. We'll just clear out all my golf clubs and put those on the side of the road. And, and we, we can just make our way through there. I bet the trunk's warm. Sure. Insulated. Yeah. Steve, busy night tonight, making our way down to Wichita to a place we've never been. That's right. I've never been to collegiate. I've never been in the school. Never been. I've been by the school. I don't think I could even tell you where it is, but I, uh, I think, I think it's out by Wichita country club. We'll find out. Yeah. Whenever we punch it into the GPS. Yeah. Steve, do you still have a little Super Bowl carryover? Are you still thinking about the Chiefs' oh, big sure. win on Sunday? Sure. And then tomorrow's the the big. I don't. What time's the parade start? I don't know what time it starts. I'm guessing noon or one, something like that. At some point in the afternoon. Well, it's going to be really weird if they get snow in Kansas City as well. I don't think that'll stop. I don't think it'll stop Chiefs people, Kingdom. but I think it will slow people down. Yeah. I think it'll make life more difficult well, to get there. It's supposed to be like 28 tomorrow, so... Have you ever been to a parade like that? No. I've been to Neawalla. I've been to All Schools Day. But you've never been to like a championship parade? No, no. Why? I mean, who's won a championship to go to? Well, you could have gone to the parade for Super Bowl Four. I was 12. <laughs> what do you mean? Well, I could have you, gone... You would have had your parents drive. I could have gone to Lawrence for when KU won... In 88. And 2008. Or 08. Yeah, yeah you could have been there. Yeah. What about the Royals in 85? Um, 
I didn't have my – well, you think I was excited when they beat the Cardinals? Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot about Dinkager? that. Dinkager? That's all you need to know. Yeah, I forgot that they beat your team. You still could have gone. You could have been a journalist and been covering it for the Sentinel. Yeah. I think that could have happened. I would have been a relative young man back then. 85? How old would you have been? Like, late 20s? Uh, let's see. I would have been 32. Never mind. Early 30s. Yeah. But I think that would have been a good time for you. I went to the World Series parade four years ago, and knowing what I know now, after going to one of those parades for a championship, tomorrow is going to be nuts. Yeah. It's going to be crazy. Yeah. I don't know if any or many people here, I'm sure there are some that are here are planning to go tomorrow. A lot of schools in the Kansas City area have canceled yeah. for tomorrow. Sure. Well, why, why wouldn't they? Yeah, because kids are most... Probably going to go to the parade. I mean, who doesn't like a good parade? Who doesn't like... Well, it sounds like you don't, yeah, well, since you've never been to one. I don't count, though. But uh, anyway, um, no, I, I think the uh, I think you'll see a lot of kids at the parade. You never... I mean, it's... Do you have a problem with them canceling school for the parade? Well, no, because I think a lot of the kids are going to uh, go anyway. So might as well just go ahead and cancel school, call it good. But for the people that aren't going to the parade, do you have a problem for that? Well, I think they should get out of work. I'm talking about school. I'm, 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 I'm lo- you're losing me here. Well, there are people that would say, why are we canceling school for some football team for a parade for that? Oh, you mean the kids that want to go to school? Well, I'm sure they all don't really want to. But, no. But no. the people that are saying, why are we losing a day of education to go... Stand and watch people drive by well, in cars. If, nothing, if it's at one o'clock, you know, go to ha- have a half day of school. Yeah, but there's there's no halfway doing this. Well, I just I just think you know. <laughs> well, we'll keep things rolling here. Okay, hold. so I, I'll just be interested to see what happens with the parade and and all of the activities that go on tomorrow. Since I have been able to see the parade in action, whenever I went down there the first time, there were like. Zero people there that had a functioning phone, and that made life very difficult. I know Steve wouldn't really have a big problem with a functioning phone because it's not like he needs to call anybody anyway. But nobody's phones worked. Everybody was just abandoning their cars on the side of the road. It might be the same thing tomorrow with snow yeah. and ice. Well, I it's going to be a great parade. But I, you don't I, have a problem with schools canceling because I no, don't. No, I don't. But either. I'm sure there are some people that are saying, I, why are I, we canceling but school? But I said it yesterday. I think... If the weather's, you know, tolerable, this parade will dwarf the one the Royals had. In I think there will be a lot of people. In 2015. I think there will be a ton of people. Yeah. Well, look at Lawrence. I saw pictures of Lawrence, uh, Mass Street. It was just crazy. There were people out in the streets. I mean, the streets were packed. Cars were, my sister said cars were honking, fireworks were going off. Now, I don't think people took to the streets of McPherson, but I did hear fireworks going off, and I heard cars honking, so... A lot, of, a lot of Chiefs fans in town. Anything you took away after watching the coverage of Super Bowl 54 yesterday? Anything you took away and said, oh, I, I hadn't thought about that on Sunday or Monday? Not really. After uh, following along with everything? Not not really. You I, know what I should have pulled off is the audio from Eric Bieniemy, Chiefs offensive coordinator. Uh-huh. I heard an interview with him down on the field, and he was talking about Andy Reid and, and winning it for him. And man, is Eric Bieniemy sharp. How is he not a head coach? How is he not going to be a head coach? Well, and that's year? part of the conversation I've been seeing today is saying, okay, seven teams interviewed this guy. They interviewed him to see if he could be a head coach. 
and I don't know how after hearing him, I'd never really heard him speak. Mm-hmm. I'd never really listened to anything he said well, besides just very short coordinators clips. don't get interviewed very right. Often. And so I'd never really heard him, and he was asked several questions, and man, he had these just killer answers. He was so thorough with everything. And I went, how did that guy interview for six, seven jobs and lose? How did he not get picked? And as a Chiefs fan, I'm sitting here going, this is awesome. Yeah. You get to keep Eric Bieniemy around yeah. even longer. Yeah. And Andy Reid has said, you know, this guy needs to be a head coach somewhere. Yeah. And uh, you look at some of the other hires in the offseason, there's a lot of who's he type guys. The Giants, I think they hired some offensive coordinator from Minnesota. Who had a terrible? The Browns hired him. Oh, is that who? Remember, the, the Giants hired the oh yeah the wide s- receivers coach from the Patriots. Yeah, that's going to work out. So, I, going back to it, I think we talked about it at the time. But if you are an NFL coach, I understand that Eric Bieniemy has the greatest weapon. He has the nuclear bomb on his side, and so his numbers and his strategies might look pretty good. But at the same time. He has put together the best offense in the NFL for the last two years. Right. And it has been his offense. Of course, Andy Reid's calling the plays, but it's his offense. And I think Eric Bieniemy might be the best offensive coordinator in the NFL. And after listening to him, hearing what he has to say, hearing how his mind works, man, he is so sharp. Well, I he, cannot believe he will that not he did be, not get some of those He jobs. will be a head coach next year. After this next, I mean, in 2021, he will be a head coach. Which is a bad thing for the Chiefs. Yeah, obviously a good and, thing. And the for only other thing I heard yesterday, they were already talking about Patrick Mahomes' contract extension. He's saying, "I don't deal with that. My people deal with that. I just kind of stay out of it." And I think that was a very PC answer for him to say. I've heard a lot of people talking about now the makeup of the Kansas City Chiefs and what's going to happen whenever Patrick Mahomes is given the keys to the kingdom, and they say, "Here is all of the money that we have." We took $10 from every citizen in the Kansas City Metro, and now it all belongs to you. I have heard people talking about how it's going to work and how they're going to have to structure contracts and, oh, the salary cap is going to go up here in a year or two because of the media money. And I think at the time, my thought here is, let's just let it all play out as it plays out. Yeah. Don't be too worried about it. They're going to find ways to make it work. New England has had... Tom Brady on contract, who for the last two decades has been the best quarterback in the NFL. And they've always found a way to make it work. And they always find ways to make it work. They can do it with less. And I think there, if there is a guy that can help them do it with less, it's Andy Reid. Yeah. And I think Patrick Mahomes will be such a great asset on offense that they will continue to be able to plug, place, throw Sammy Watkins in there, take him back out, and they'll find somebody else that fits in nicely. And... I know that there are people that are starting to worry about that, but just relax. Just well, relax. If Sammy Watkins it's going to work if out. Sammy Watkins walks away, you know, he's saying he may not play next year. I think McCole Hardman is going to be a star. So But just remember, Sammy Watkins can leave. Damian Williams can leave. Chris Jones can leave. You know who can't leave? Patrick Mahomes. He <laughs> that's not allowed. Yeah. They cannot that make that allowed. decision that way. I think you could take Patrick Mahomes and the Three Musketeers at receiver and still score a lot of points. I think you could put me at slot receiver and, and with Patrick Mahomes. He won't throw me the ball, yeah. but we'll still be okay. Yeah, I think it'll be all right. All right, Steve, let's take – oh, I wanted to remind you of one more thing I thought was funny. It just popped into my head. Blake Bell, the belldozer. Uh-huh. I heard somebody on some sort of 
gambling podcast, and they said, this was the best day ever. I took the belldozer in a Super Bowl prop bet of his over-under receiving yards at like eight in the game, and the belldozer won him a lot of money. There you go. Because he got one pass. Oh, my God. Former bullpup. Well, Bishop Carroll. Rival against the Bullpups. Yeah, they played Car- against them there. Right. Bishop Carroll. And McPherson beat Blake a Super Bell Bowl champion. 50, Blake Bell threw 54 passes in the game against the Bullpups. And now he couldn't beat the Bullpups, and now he wins a Super Bowl. Yep. So, congrats, McPherson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll take a break, Steve. When we come back, I want to talk about the Big 12 basketball race. Okay. It was Big Monday last night in the state of Kansas. Right. We'll talk about that next. You're listening to According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. You're listening to the According to Jim podcast with Jim Joyner and Steve Self. According to Jim is brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson, Next Tech Wireless, and Farmer State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. You can also listen live Monday through Friday from 1230 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM, KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. We're back on this afternoon's According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. Steve, were you impressed by the Kansas Jayhawks last night at home? Big Monday. Not overly. Why not? I just they won by eleven and a lot. Of, they were up by like nineteen before Texas just started making everything. Yeah, in but the that last was a minute. That that was they were down at half again. But offensively, something's missing with this team, and I just can't put my finger on it. Defensively, they are really good. Maybe it's Silvio DeSosa that's missing no, offensively. I no, I don't think so. But because defen- he is missing defensively, they're a top five team in the country. Offensively, I think it's their inconsistency in the three point game uh abaji you know is supposed to be a really good three-point shooter he's not marcus garrett of course doesn't shoot threes and then uh, dotson uh his three-point shooting to me is really regressed and he gets all his points basically by going to the basket i mean don't get me wrong i think ku is still a very good team but there's something but you're not convinced by that number three that's next to their name well the thing is college basketball this year is so wide open i mean KU's as good as anybody in the country, but it's not blowing away better than anybody. And, and of course, I don't think Baylor is either. Baylor's number one. They played K-State. Watched a little bit of that last night. I love the purple uniforms for K-State. I do like those With the purple shoes. I think those look good. What's the color? Lavender? Lavender. Would that be what you call it? Yeah. But, uh, you know, I just – there's just something – KU's inconsistency from three-point. The way the college game is now, I just don't feel like that you can – that you can be the national champion unless you can shoot the three ball with some consistency. Well, do you have some faith in Isaiah Moss down the stretch? I know you don't have a lot of faith in him right now. Well, you know, the guy shot 42% at Iowa last year. I don't know what his percent is this year. I'm guessing about 33. I don't think it's 42. No, it's not 42. But, you know, he'll have a game every now and then. He looks like the guy that, you know, that they recruited. But, boy, again, last night his shot is very flat. Uh, he's just not making very much. I don't know what he's, he was last night. It just didn't seem like he One shot. One for five. One for five. Um, he's 37% from three this year. And see, that, but you have to remember, he has a few games. He's had a five of seven, like a five of eight. And one for five last night. One for five last night. I just feel like, you know, I just feel like their lack of three-point shooting is going to catch up to him at some point. And uh, inside, 
Uh, Doke, you know, Doke didn't start last night. Little dust up apparently with Bill Selves, so they started McCormick. Now McCormick got off to a really good start, and then Doke came in. Then Doke played well, and then McCormick disappeared. We didn't see him for a long stretch. So this is a KU team that it does enough to win. I think they're what nineteen and three. There you go, nineteen and three, and they're eight and one in the. Big 12, I think they go to TCU, is that correct? I don't know if it's two there, but I know they play TCU they on Saturday. They have TCU on Saturday, and that's always a dangerous team, especially if it's at TCU. I'll never forget that game where Ugh. KU scored, what, nine points in the first half? Holy or, smokes. That, was, that was about the worst basketball half I've ever won. Was it Was it nine? Did they score nine? Or? I was thinking more like 12. Yeah, it was really bad. And I think that might have been the year that TCU wasn't playing in – it's current arena. Right. I think they were in the process of moving. Yeah. And so they were playing in like this high school gym down the street. Yeah. And there, there were like 800 people there, and all of them were excited for a big upset. Yeah, that was ugly. But, are you a uh, Jamie Dixon fan? I like Jamie Dixon. I, I think he does it. You know, he's TCU is not what I'd call a plum job, and he gets them into the tournament. Well, didn't they win the NIT last year? Uh, they might have. I was thinking they were in the final, or at least yeah. somewhere down the road. What What'd you take away from K State last night? I thought they played hard. They pl- well, that's always they always play hard. They're just not. I thought they gave Baylor a better game than I anticipated. Well, they got down twenty two to six, and then I think they scored eleven in a row. Uh, it was a pretty good game for about uh, thirty minutes. Baylor then spurred again. K State came back. This is just a rebuilding year for K State. They're playing a lot of young guys. Uh, the one guy I've been disappointed in, and it's just because I think he's too unselfish, and that's Xavier Sneed. Well, I, he was great last night. What was he last night? 23 points, 8 rebounds, 3 assists. And see, that's what they, they need. But that's his first really big game yeah, I can remember. Yeah. And, you know, when they played KU, I thought he passed up a lot of good shots. Uh, they don't have a whole lot of inside presence other than May Ween. Uh, Levi Stocker doesn't give him much. What's your nickname for him? Human foul. Okay. Wonder how many fouls he had last night. Last night he had two. Well, that's not bad for him. That's pretty good. Normally he has four or five, but but uh, Cartier Jada, he didn't start last night. Fran Fraschilla was all over Cartier Jada. Really? He was not very impressed with Is his that... season so far. Okay. Well, uh, K State. You put a lot of faith in Fran, don't you? Oh, I. Yeah, he's a little guy like me, so I like Fran. But K State's what two and seven in the big two and seven in the Big Twelve, nine yeah. and thirteen overall. Yeah, so there's going to be no NCAA tournament for the Wildcats this year. Uh, they just need to have a flourish to get to the NIT, and they just may not make it. This is a you know this is just a rebuilding year. And remember, they're living. They lost a ton of seniors. I think they said on the broadcast last night it was like forty eight hundred career points. Right, Dean Wade, Barry year. Brown, and Kamau Stokes. You know those three were the. You know, the cornerstone of the program for a long time, and you just don't replace those kind of guys overnight. K-State's not going to get the McDonald's All-American like KU is or, you know, big time. You know, they have to kind of unearth gems under rocks. And, uh, you know, this is just one of those years that uh, um, they're going to struggle. But I'll tell you, Bruce Weber probably needs to win next year because I think the uh, he's never really been accepted to me. By the K State fan base, don't ask I don't me. think so either. I just don't feel like he has been. He wasn't Huggy, you know. Huggy was there one year, you know. They loved him, and then Frank Martin for all his craziness. People kind of like Frank because he was just so different. But to me, Bruce Weber's just never quite, you know. He's okay, but he doesn't wow the K State fans like Frank Martin and Bob Huggins did. Is it just me, or does it feel like 
college basketball as a whole this year way down has not had that same excitement to no. it. No. It feels like it's just one of those very strange years. Well, that's to be- where you don't really have the one dominant team exactly. and the number one team in the country is well, Baylor. North Carolina's bad. They're horrible. Duke's not great. Duke's good. But and they don't really have that one star player they don't like have, they've had. Kentucky doesn't have four guys that are going to go to the NBA after their freshman year. Your defending national champion, Virginia, is 14 and 6. Yeah. And 6 and 4 in the ACC. And they, can, and they can't score more than 50 points at the, 55 points in a game. In and the season. other two best teams in college basketball. Arkansas, yeah, and San Diego State. No one's even no one's even seen San Diego State. It's just a weird year. I feel like that's why KU's got a chance this year. And I feel like even locally, the attention is still way down. And we're in February. This is not December that we're yeah. having this conversation. Yeah. We're in February. We are halfway through Big Twelve play, and it just feels like the attention for the Big Twelve, and maybe part of it, Steve, is that. The Chiefs were overwhelming people. Mm-hmm. Right. And that there was so much talk about the Chiefs. And there's so much focus on this run throughout the entire month of January that people still haven't completely bought in to Big 12 basketball, to KU basketball. I know they haven't bought into K-State basketball. But maybe that's a part of it. Now that the Chiefs are done and their Super Bowl parade will be done on Wednesday then maybe that's when the attention will pick back up. And obviously in March it will. Yeah. Obviously in but March people get back into it. you don't have a Zion. You know, no. Zion captured the imagination because... Well, he, last year there were so many guys that were that were at the top. Right. And this year, name the five best players in college basketball this year. Silvio De Sosa. <laughs> no. McCall Maywean. No. I couldn't tell you the five best players in the country. I really couldn't. It's just been a weird year. Yeah. I mean, Devon Dotson's... Baylor, number one. Anybody care about Baylor? Devon Dotson may be in the top five in the country in players. Anybody care about Baylor? No. Louisville, number five. Here's another one. The number six team in the country is Dayton. Yeah. Does anybody care about Dayton? No. Except for like these 15,000 people in southwest Ohio. Yeah. No, it's just been a real strange year in college basketball, and I, I think the lack of... One and done, great. I mean, guys say, man, he's going to be – I can't wait till he gets to the pros. You don't see that great freshman that looks like he doesn't belong in college and should be in the pros right now. There is not a player in college that you can say that about. All right, Steve, let's take our final break. When we come back, you want to talk a little bit about our, our trip coming up tonight? Let's do it. Let's do it. You're listening to According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. You're listening to the According to Jim podcast with Jim Joyner and Steve Self. According to Jim is brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson, Next Tech Wireless, and Farmer State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. You can also listen live Monday through Friday from 1230 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. Wrapping up today's According to Jim, 96.7 FM KBBE, Steve. Big night. Are you starting to get nervous about looking outside? It's There's a little snow on the ground. Are you starting to get nervous? No. Are you sure? 
You don't it, lie to the people, Steve. It, not yet. Until I see until I see a little ice in the air, that's when I get nervous. So you're not worried about the little white droppings that are falling down right now? Not not yet. Until until I have to start scraping ice, that's when I get worried. Okay, I just wanted to make sure. Yeah. Because if you're nervous, we don't have to go. We don't have to go down and broadcast tonight. We will. Oh, we will. You yeah. just probably won't. You, I, you can just stay at home. <laughs> I did that one time. Because you know me, I... I get nervous on the road. Yeah, I'll go. I'm yeah. a warrior, Steve. Yeah. I have no problem getting in the car, driving hundreds oh, I of know. miles. Oh, I know. I've got no problem. You know, it's for the kids. It is for the kids. And Steve might say it's for him, and this is to stay <laughs> home. No, but we've got a couple of really fun matchups tonight. We will be on the road at Wichita Collegiate. McPherson takes on the Spartan boys and the girls they've never played at Wichita Collegiate before. Oh. Oddly enough, the teams have only played a combined three times. They played twice Last year, here at home, and then there was one other matchup like in 2003 on the boys' side. In the tournament. In, in the invitation room. Right. So, there have only been three previous meetings all time between the Bullpups and the Spartans of Wichita Collegiate, and none of them have happened in Wichita. So, we're excited to make our yeah. way down there, and remember that Collegiate features one of, if not the top players in the country in the 2022 class, Grady oh, Dick, a five-star recruit yeah. who has been offered by KU, K-State, well, we'll Oklahoma get, State, we'll make our evalu- Baylor, Let me Texas make, I'll Tech. make my evaluation tonight. And, and, and then you'll forward it on to Coach Self. That's right. Well, and remember, over the weekend, too, Piper Pirate, Tamar Bates, who we saw in January, he was offered by KU as well. That surprises me a little bit because – all I, sorts of guys I, this bullpup boys team have played. I thought he was offered. I thought he was good. I didn't think he was KU good. So but he's only a junior, remember that. So that he's harsh. He could really blow up. I mean, he could be like a bodgy. But I think that we're starting to see this bullpup boys team has played a lot of tough games so far this season. Tough opponents and tonight, I think they've got another very scary Wichita Collegiate team to go to go to battle against yeah, especially here playing there and then you turn around you got andale coming here on friday a very good team uh andale's got easton hunter one of the best players in the state so i mean it's um you know it doesn't get any easier and then the final five games are all division three games and remember that wichita collegiate to start this year was the number one team in class three that's right so that would mean that the bullpup boys have played almost every single top team from 3A to 6A. Right. And it's only going to make them better. Yep. And I think that this is a night where, because of the style that Collegiate plays, five in, five out, high pressure, half-court trapping, trying to turn you over, this is another really important test for the Bullpups in terms of keeping their composure going up against the pressure. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they they've to me, the Bullpup boys have gotten better and better. And uh, they play very hard. Um they play well together. It's as, it's as together of a team as I've seen in the last couple of years. So we will be on the road for sure. You will. Yeah, I'll be there. Somebody I, will prob- be there. I probably will be. If anything, we can just send Mitchell. Yeah. Mitchell will go down and, and you can run the board for him. Well, that's not, that wouldn't work. But we'll be down at Collegiate tonight. Six o'clock tip for the girls, and we'll take the air at 540. What are you thinking for food tonight, Steve? I haven't gotten that far. I haven't even thought about it yet. Okay, well, we'll have to come up with something well, We're going good. to Wichita, so i got a feeling we won't have to worry about finding a place too bad. There will be something. Well, check out what's near Collegiate, for one thing. That's true. We could figure something out. Yeah. I know that you'll be hungry. 
I probably would. Got to make sure you're well fed. Oh, yeah. I'm always worried about you, Steve, and I, I just get afraid that on a day like today, you're just going to be shaking next to me, ready to drive down. <laughs> so stay calm. Just have faith. There we go. I'll drive. Just only like 85 all the way down. <laughs> it, it won't be a big deal. We'll get there quick. Yeah. So I, I just don't, I look at the streets. Doesn't look like it's really hitting on the streets too bad right now. Great weather report. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll keep them coming throughout right. the day. Wrapping up today's show for Steve Sell, I'm Jim Joyner. Thanks for listening to According to Jim. We'll talk to you tonight at Wichita Collegiate. According to Jim with Jim Joyner and Steve Sell was brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson, Next Tech Wireless, and Farmer State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. Make sure to listen to According to Jim every weekday from 1230 to 1 p.m. right here on 96.7 FM KBBE.